Get Lost Stories with me, Neil Kagram. Today we're joined by Chris Nash. Chris, really appreciate your time. No, thank, thanks for having me. Um, so we should have been on cusp of a, a new season, but we're in self-isolation. Uh, how are you keeping? Yeah, look, it's one of those things, isn't it? I think obviously we were, we were due to be driving down to Cambridge this morning. Um, with a train there this afternoon. So I think as the season starts, we're starting to kind of live it, I suppose, but, or, but, but not actually be there. So we all, you know, chatting to the guys, we're all kind of thinking we should be there. We should be going out to Cambridge, ready to play the first first class game and get ready for the Champo starting next week. So yeah, very, very strange. Obviously not something that any of us have ever encountered before, but um, you know, the situation we're in, we're just getting on with it. Let's start like where it all started for you. So you're born in Cockfield, Sussex. What are your earliest memories of the sport? Um, I started at the Horsham Career Club, so quite a famous ground down down this way. Um, and went down there as a young lad, probably a six, seven-year-old. Um, brother was playing for the under-nines. Um, and I was just hitting a ball against the wall. And the coach there, a guy called Dr. Jew, um, used to run a programme with seven, 800 kids every Wednesday night. Just came up and said, you need to start playing cricket now. Um, Normally it was nine years old, but he let me in at just under seven. So um, he got me involved with the under nine straight away, saw that I could hit a cricket ball. And um, from there, we, we, me and Dr. G ran very close until he, he passed away in 2011. So, um, yeah, that was, that was where it all started. And from there, I always played two years above my age group at club cricket, um, progressed through the ranks at Horsham, uh, through the Sussex junior ranks into the academy, um, off to university and then and then joined the staff at Sussex and spent a long time there. So yeah, it was a great start. So do you think playing the just two years above you said so kind of adult cricket and once you whilst you were actually a junior, do you think that kind of aided your development? Massively, yeah. I mean, my brother obviously just over two years older than me. Um, he was a very good cricketer as well. Probably up until kind of eighteen, he he was by far better than me as well. So um, I was always training with him. Uh, him and his mates would come around and bowl at me in the garden. Uh, so I was always being challenged um, and I, I used to turn out and I just, just kind of found the bug for the game. I used to turn up to play for the under nines or whoever it was, the under tens, elevens, when they were two years above. Um, I used to bat 11 and not bowl, but just loved being there. And um, although I was quite a lot smaller than everyone else, I just enjoyed being out in the field. So what age did you get into the Sussex Academy? Uh, the Sussex Academy would have been probably around 15 years old, 16 years old. I was in the junior age groups from the age of 10. Um, and then I joined the academy maybe at 15 and then uh, from there I stayed in the academy till I went off to university but went on a tour to Cape Town, um, played a lot of academy cricket, played a lot of first team cricket at Horsham. So you said that you obviously went to university so was playing professional cricket um, an ambition of yours? Um, it probably it was and then I think when I got to about 18 I wasn't, I, I'd, I'd fallen down the pecking order a bit, I wasn't progressing as I should so at 15 I was playing for England um, at 16 I was playing for England 17 so I had a quite a successful youth period up until then get it right for a couple of years went to uni and then at 18 Sussex said look we're not going to offer you a contract um, but we knew you were going to go to university anyway so off you go to uni and then see where you get to and then university was probably a key time for me when I, I kind of realised I, I could be good enough. And you said you played England age groups any household names that you played with? Um, funnily enough, funnily enough, actually, my my age group wasn't a particularly successful one. Um, I think I'm the only one still playing from that year, um, and have been for three or four years. So, the year the year below me, I think, was Alistair Cook and Ravi Bapara, people like that. And the year above me would have been 
Ian Bell um, and a few people of, of that kind of ilk. So my my era was quite a quiet era in terms of players. I think myself, um, Phil Mustard, um, Gordon Mitchell, Errol Supaya, they're the kind of guys that, that I came through with up until kind of 18. And then when you made your debut for Sussex, 2002, I believe, um, proud moment for you? So I, I got called up. I was actually at university then, 2002. I was more of an off-spinner. So up until kind of 22, 23, I used to bowl, bowl off-spin back, back kind of 9 and 10. So Mark Davis was the off-spinner then. This was before Mushtaq Ahmed arrived. Um, and he broke his hand at Taunton. And I was playing a club game and got a call saying from Peter Moore saying, uh, we, you're in the squad for Warwickshire. Uh, you're going to play. Um, pack your bags. So I wasn't wasn't on the professional staff. I was on. It was, it was called Academy Plus. So um, wasn't really a, a professional deal of, of any sort. And um, went up to Warwickshire uh, as a bowler. Batted ten. Um, bowled, bowled okay actually. But I, you know, I wasn't a particularly good off spinner. I was, I was I was useful as well as, well as my batting. But um, got got a wicket in each innings, and uh, we got beaten comprehensively. And that was. That was 2002, so I didn't play another game for Sussex till till 2006. So kind of showed where I was in 2002. And then you're probably your main breakthrough year probably came in 2009. Would that be fair to say? A thousand championship runs. Um, is that when you felt you know that's where you belong? Um, I think well, 2007 I was lucky. I played the whole season. We won the championship. Um, made, made a lot of contributions, but didn't didn't get a big score. Didn't make a hundred. Um, but but I think I faced the second most balls, so I had a kind of that was a really good learner for me. Um, and then I started 2008 actually really badly, got through to about the eighth or ninth game, um, and I actually got I got a pair at Taunton, which back then when it was quite flat was a was quite a big achievement. Um, so uh, once I, once that happened, I actually I, I thought I didn't think I was good enough at that stage. I thought that was that. I thought I'm not good enough. I was averaging about 13, 14. Um, got dropped for the next game, which was at Old Trafford, um, up against Lanks. And um, I was quite close to the coach, Mark Robinson. He'd, he'd been my coach through the second team years and he had to ring and drop me. And he, he was in tears on the phone because he knew it was my dream. Um, and then, yeah, so I was dropped and I thought that was that. I um, kind of looked at what else I could do. Um, and then the night before the game, Mike Yardy injured his shoulder, actually. Um, Carl Hopkinson actually just grabbed him by the shoulder and it popped it out. So yeah. I think that there was a lot of debate and I got, I got the call that night to come up to Lancashire to play the next day. Um, got 100, um, never really looked back, ended up the season. I think the next six games, I probably scored five, 600 runs. Um, got capped at the end of the season. We, we stayed up from relegation. I got 100 in the last game. So it was quite a big turnaround from, from probably nearly being out of the game um, Taking your opportunities, isn't it, when it got presented? Yeah, it was just one of those moments that obviously your whole life kind of hinges on. Um, and then, yeah, I went through that season, and I, I don't think in my ne in my next you know eleven years at Sussex, I, I never got dropped again. So it was um, it was a key time, and once, once that season was over, I knew I was ready to, to kick off. So as we said, two thousand and nine, a thousand championship runs. The year after, I think you backed it up again with another thousand. Yeah. 2011, you got picked for the England Lions. Yeah. Um, would it be fair to say that in your golden period in your career, when you're scoring this bag full of runs, did it disappoint you that England Lions was the highest international recognition you, you got? Um, I suppose 
it, it disappoints you, but then if that era was maybe 2015 to 17, I probably would have been picked from played. I would have played Test cricket. Um, yeah. Put into context, 2009 when England won the Ashes home and the following year, 2010-11 away. So in context, of course. You had Cook and Strauss at the top of the order. I was, you know, I was playing some really good cricket. I mean, 2009, I scored. I think I was second in the country behind Trez. Um, scored a lot of runs in Division One. Um, played some really good cricket, and I, I went on a England performance squad. Um, and I think it was a strength of England at the moment at that time that I, I scored that many runs and still didn't get on the Lions tour. You know, whereas you know, if you had done that three years ago, you'd have played for England. So. Um, it, for me, it was, you know, I've spoken at length with, with people like Peter Moores, you know, we spoke about it and he was obviously involved then. And sometimes timing just doesn't work out and, and it doesn't happen. But it's not a, it's not a regret. It was something, I, you know, it, it happened, but I, I played some great cricket and I was very proud of that. And then 2017, you left your boyhood club, Sussex, to join Nottinghamshire. How did that move come about? Oh, a, few, a few things happened. Um but it was just one of those things. I think I got to a stage where it was it was time for a change. I was 34 years old. Um, been at the club all my whole life, really. So I was kind of part of the furniture there and, and probably reaching that stage of your career where you need, need some kind of new challenge. Um, for me, that challenge was to, to go and, you know, play somewhere else, um, to move to a big test ground, to work with Peter Moores again. He was my first ever county coach. Um, that was a huge, huge draw to, to Nottinghamshire. Um, but it was just a case. I, I needed something else. I'd obviously got myself in the team at Sussex. I played really well for a long period of time in all formats. Um, you know, captained at times um, and contributed a huge amount. So I, I think maybe I got to a stage where I needed to change of scenery and needed to test myself. Obviously, I hadn't played international cricket, so I needed something else to, to give me a bit of a kick. And then a word on Peter Moores. You said he was your kind of first coach at Sussex um, in the first team. Um, obviously, he's coached England two different spells. A lot's been written and said about him. A word on his influence on your career? Um, I think as a, as a youngster, he influenced me massively because he, he's, he's got, I mean, he's always had a, a huge enthusiasm to work with players. I mean, I, I worked with him as a 14, 15-year-old when he was still playing. Um, and then to, to kind of, I didn't spend a lot of time with him when I was a professional because he was with the first team, I was kind of academy and all of that. Um, so I, I had small amounts of time with him, but he was one of those guys that you hung on every word. Um, whenever he spoke, you listened and you tried to you know, remember everything. So um, yeah, to work with him at the beginning of my career and then bits of contact throughout my career. Obviously, if I was ever at Loughborough, you know, you'd always catch up. Um, and then to go back and work with him over the last two and a half years now, um, that's been brilliant for me as a player, but also in terms of you know what I'm looking to do in coaching as well. And how would you summarise um, the start of your Nottinghamshire career? Um, obviously, you had the shoulder injury, a disappointment just as you joined the new county. Yeah, man. You, 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 when you make a move like that, you know, I think obviously I'd, I'd built up a huge amount of you know a great reputation within the county game at Sussex and, and always achieved a lot and scored a lot of runs every year. So to go there, um, you know, the last couple of years have been, have been tough as a batter as well. I think, I think generally around the country scores have been pretty low. So although you go there with goals, it was, it was, it was difficult. Um, but I was just starting to play some really good cricket, actually got hundred against Worcester, got some runs, captain the side at Essex and we won. Um, so we, we were starting to play some good cricket and then, First T20, go over on your shoulder. Um, 
and then I, I kind of scrapped around trying to get back, played a game and realised it just wasn't going to happen. So I had to have the operation. So, yeah, it was, you know, in terms of how your first years go at New County, it was it was really disappointing, not, not getting the chance to, to show what you're made of. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things I've been lucky in that I haven't had many injuries throughout my career. And then... Um... 2019, you come back into this championship side, but uh, just have a word about that quarterfinal T20. Yeah, it went to the side. Were you expecting to get the call that day? It was one of those, like, obviously, it's, it's a funny one. I think in the South Division, you'd probably say most teams would have not even considered picking me because I've scored so many runs over in the last few, in the, in the, over the past probably 10 years. Um, so, yeah, not getting picked to begin with was was pretty hard, but obviously with the shoulder up the year before, my throwing was just coming back. So, um, and we got a, a top quality squad. So that was um, you know, disappointing because I, I believe I'm one of the better players in the country in T20. Um, but to not play, I think the first couple of games you get away with, but then I, over time it became more of a frustration. Um, and, you know, I, I was very, very clear and, you know, I said to the coaches, the captain, I said, I think I should be playing. Um, and then just kept training hard and just realised that the, all I can do is help the team in, in whatever way I could, but also be ready to play when I, when I was ready, to, when I was picked. So um, I just worked, worked so hard to be ready. Um, and I think they saw that. And probably that's why I did get the chance in the quarterfinal. And walking out there, I was, I was pretty determined to take it. Yeah, so you and Alex Hale, obviously, fair to say, destroyed Middlesex. Um, a word on Alex Hales. Again, a lot's been said about him. How is, how is it? Playing with him um, in the white ball game. Yeah, you know we all we all know what he's been through. But for me, he, he's been great to me um, since I've joined Notts. He's he's become a good pal, um, and he, he works hard. Look, he, he's 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 made his mistakes. He knows that. Everyone knows that. But he, he's he's putting his putting his head down. He's working so hard to get back to where he wants to be. Obviously, he had a brilliant winter in T Twenty cricket around the world. Um, I worked with him at Durban Heat. Um, before Christmas, where he, he was exemplary how he went about it. So I think he's just getting his head down, working hard. You know, he truly accepts you know, the mistakes he made, but he's, he's just trying to, trying to get himself back to where he belongs. And as you mentioned, Durban Heat, you've been doing a lot of coaching with them um, in the off-season. How did that opportunity come about, working alongside Gary Kirsten? Um, Gary, Gary's been a good pal of mine for a long time. So I've been going out to South Africa for the best part of a decade now, training, playing. Um, started working with him four or five years ago as a player um, and we just got on really well so as I started to think more about coaching and he became a bit of a sounding board um, did some work with him last year as a coach for his academy out in Cape Town and then it just went from there and we, we've always always spoken regularly um, about my game and others um, and then he just gave me a call and said you know how do you fancy coming out to Durban which was which was obviously an amazing opportunity for someone who's not done much team coaching um, and then obviously did that, which was fantastic. And then joined him in Cape Town after after that for his academy. And is that an ambition of yours? And after your playing career, eventually comes to an end to go full time to coaching. I think so. Yeah. I, so it's something I've really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this winter. Um, I think for any player, you know, cricket's my life has been for the best part of twenty five years. So um, the the knowledge you you accumulate over that time is is obviously hopefully fairly good. Um, for me, it's about making sure that my playing career, my coaching career are separate, that I, I'm, I'm a coach um, and I'm taking all the lessons I've learned as a player and trying to become a very good coach. You know, I think the biggest thing as a player is to think you can just walk into coaching, which is for me completely, completely incorrect. You've got to work hard at being a good coach. And that's why I've tried to get as many hours in 
um, learning how it works over the over the last kind of year and a half. And then on the playing side, I know God knows if we're going to get any cricket this year, but um, um, is it just a case of playing as long as as long as, as, long as you can? Um, yeah, I think I think for me, the biggest thing is um, as you get older and you start to realise this when you kind of hit thirty five, you realise that you know there's a lot of young players coming through and, and it's your job as a, as an older player is to help them um and do your job so the minute you're not doing your job as an older player then you know very quickly people start to look, look you know move on i think when i got injured with the shoulder you realize how you know in the space of 6 months people almost forget about you a little bit um which was quite hard to take but then you've got to just keep making sure that you're performing to the levels that you expect of yourself so you train hard and hopefully your performance levels stay up and i think you do that as long as you can because it's a, it's a great game and you're a long time retired. And then um, any of you've played, obviously, a lot, the most of your career at the top of the order. Um, you mentioned there just previously that scoring runs at the top of the order in the last few years has been difficult due to conditions, etc. Any advice to any youngsters looking at this video? Um, I don't know, bat five. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think for, any, for any, any young player coming through, it's... You know, and having experienced a lot, and I've seen a lot of young guys come into the game in the last few years, and it's been hard. You know, the ball's moved around. We play in April, we play in September. Um, I think it's to, to keep the confidence levels up because I think maybe at some stage the next few years that will change. We'll play more in the middle of the summer when it does. It is easier to bat and score big runs. So make sure people are working hard on their on the key basics of their technique. Something that I know Gary, Gary and Morsey are very big on as, as top coaches. So something that I've always done and always taught is work on your basics because um, they'll look after you in four-day cricket, 50-over cricket and T20. And then um, the best player you've, you've played with? Oh, good one. I mean, as, as a, I think as a bowler, Mushtaq Ahmed was, was amazing. He, um, he won us countless games, countless trophies. So always indebted to him for, for the most successful period of my career um, in terms of winning yeah. trophies yeah. Um, at Sussex. And the best batter would have to be Murray Goodwin. He, he was similar. You know, him and Mushy they were the backbone of our team. Um, one took the wickets, the other was the mainstay of our batting. So Murray could win games on his own from any position um, and Mushy could do the same. So it was a pleasure to play with guys like that and, and to work alongside them. And then uh, finally, the greatest influence on your career, whether it be playing, coaching, moving forward or just generally? Um, it's probably hard to nail it down to, to, to one, but... Uh, Dr. Jew, who, who started me playing the game, he, he taught me some really key things about the game, which not so much cricket-wise, but just about how you act around the game, how you respect the game, which, which I think is really important, enjoying the game. Um, one of his famous things, he, used to, he always used to make you bring a packed lunch for two people, so you'd always sit with the opposition and have your lunch with them, you know, as a, as a 10, 11-year-old. So that's always been a great lesson for me in that you play against people and you play with people, but is the friendships you make. Um, so in terms of the, the, the life I've had in cricket, I'd say that, that Dr. Dew influenced that the most in, in my attitude towards playing and who I played against. All right, perfect. Chris, thank you for your time today. Um, as I said, let's see if we get any cricket this year, but um, if we do, all the best and all the best with the coaching as well. Thank you very much. Cheers. Pleasure. So Neil Cadgram, Cricket Last Stories, Chris Nash. Thank you.